Driving with Quisha. It's a party with Quisha. Loud mouth for Jesus. Inspiring the people. Driving with Quisha. What's up, world? This is the Driving with Quisha podcast. I so much wanted to just like record myself saying this and maybe won't curse someone else in the Lord at the same time. So as I'm driving I'm like you know casting out like really bad thoughts right now yeah like the enemy tries to like really stir up like the worst case scenarios and the bad like it's always it's been like that since I was a kid every time something good was about to happen like we would go travel or something like that it would be the worst the darkest thoughts the most treacherous thing like they could have I don't know if the word treacherous but the worst like terrifying thing that could happen would be the thing that came to mind in Jesus name so um I was rebuking something in Jesus name okay so my thing is you know I I'm like I'm not trying to be like talk to myself you know for an hour and a half while I'm driving but because there's so much crap coming at me that's just darkness negativity and all this I literally have to half pray half just like encourage myself in the Lord just talk to myself talk to God where it's 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 literally like dude no more negative I, I feel like God's really kicking that out of me because I can't think like that anymore like it's such a it's such a burden and I've heard people you know I joke about OCD meaning people who are like very particular about how things line up but actually with OCD it's like a serious thing you know and I rebuke it for my life in Jesus name but I know that part of OCD is you think you have to do certain things or something really bad is going to happen so um like a like the true disorder of OCD not people who just like like monk who like to straighten things but like you think someone's gonna die if you don't turn off the lights five times you know turn it on and off you know so um I rebuke that in Jesus name for, for everyone listening including myself but that that's kind of like a I have like unfortunately I've been you know attacked with like a percentage of that kind of you know that's been my struggle since I was a kid, like a percentage of that. And I have to tell myself now that I'm saved, you know, I can encourage myself in the Lord and I can say, I can speak life and I can speak scripture over myself. But that's like really hard. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing that there, it sucks. Okay. It sucks to know. I'm, I don't want to, I'm not going to say what with me. I have the word of God. I have the strength of the Holy Spirit, like dwelling on the inside of me. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Praise the Lord. I really feel bad for people who don't know how to fight that and who really, you know what I'm saying, are really overtaken by those negative thoughts. Like, makes me want to cry. It makes me want to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really sad. You know, it sucks. It sucks so much because people are being medicated for stuff that we can literally submit our lives to the Lord and speak the things of God into those situations, about those situations, and about ourselves, and, it, and things will shift. We start praising God, things will shift. I'm telling you, there's so much power in our words, and I've come out of so much, like, heaviness from the enemy, you know, because I've chosen to say certain things, you know what I'm saying, or say things a certain way where it yields life, because there was so much death that used to pour out of my mouth or be, like, like surrounding me, you know, I would be very, you know, like I would pray for death, basically. Not to sound morbid, but truthful. 
because I'm sure there's somebody who's going to listen to this who needs to be encouraged in the Lord and all shade. Like, I just got to speak in tongues sometimes because I, something else just tried to come at me. I just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I, and I also take it as an honor. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being attacked while I'm releasing this encouragement for someone, somebody's getting set free. Because the enemy, look, he's not going to mess with me if I'm no threat to him. He's just going to encourage me to be stupid and live stupid. You know what I'm saying? Live in the flesh. But there's 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 something happening, something gonna break off of somebody, there's something break out someone right now in the name of Jesus, like in the spirit realm. You know, because God's not limited to time. So even though I recorded this however long before you hear this, I believe something is breaking right now off of you in the name of Jesus. And I'm so excited and I know it's breaking off of me because the more transparent and, and honest we are about things, the more we can heal you know what I'm saying and help others heal you know what I'm saying I have no shame about the things that the Lord has delivered me from I even have a poem about how I'm not ashamed about it I celebrate the victory that I have in Christ Jesus and I want to pass that on to people when people have an understanding I think you know of like the stuff that that that, that I've been attacked with I think that they will kind of maybe respect my ministry more what the I hate Satan ministry because for some people, they're just like, oh, you know, hate is a strong word, or I don't want to say his name, blah, 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 whatever. I get it, but look, the enemy will continue to conquer whomever he's coming after if we're going to act like he's not there. He's going to beat the crap out of us if we're just going to close our eyes and say he's not real. You still got a black eye. Your ribs still busted in. You know what I'm saying? Your cheek's still bruised. I don't care if you want to tell me he's not really still beating the crap out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be, let's call it what it is. Let's call Satan what he, what he is. You know what I'm saying? Let's acknowledge the things that are coming after our lives so that we can get the victory and the freedom that God has for us. So I wasn't recording for that. What I wanted to record about, and praise the Lord, because there is freedom and victory in truth. I'm telling you. The word of God says it. When we know the truth, we're set free. Know it. Know him. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Know Jesus, be set free, okay? Know Jesus, not set free. K-N-O-W versus N-O-W, okay? You got to know Jesus and be set free. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm getting set free. I'm speaking Jesus because the Bible says in John 1 that, sorry, let me say it right. Yes, John 1, that Jesus is the word that became flesh. So it's like, when I say the word, I'm saying Jesus. When I say Jesus, I'm speaking power into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So, so speak life into your into into the darkness, into the death. The enemy's trying to throw at you. If you're one of those people who like very sensitive in the spirit, and you maybe you don't even know like that you're being attacked, and this is this is normal. You're in a war, and it's normal, and you gotta fight. Maybe you don't know that. I'm happy to be someone to introduce you to that understanding. That you're in a war, spiritual warfare, but if you're in Christ Jesus, you won. You have victory, okay? So, 1 John 4, 4 is an awesome reminder about greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I believe that's 1 John 4, 4. There's some scriptures I've labored over and then I poured into, like, just like, poured into my soul all over my flesh just like soaked in it because there were so many lies of the enemy you know what i'm saying you really got to get a hold of the truth and just cover yourself with the, the word of god because there's so much there's so much the enemy's trying to just destroy us with that's why i believe we got to get brainwashed 
get washed by the word, okay? The water, the word of God, the cleansing power of God's word. Let it wash over you. Okay, so I hope I can remember what I was going to say. Basically, it's about getting destroying false guilt so that I can step into the life that I actually believe God for. You know, in those moments where I feel like confined by an alternative reality that it's not even God's truth for me. It's weird because I feel like Christians don't really talk about that too much. You like alternative reality? You're talking about aliens, and it's not. It's not. It's not weird stuff. Like it's spiritual. You know. That's why people are confused because they're confusing spiritual with uh, science fiction. Fiction is fake. We're not talking about fake stuff. We're talking about. I'm talking about straight up biblical truth. You know. Anyway. I was driving by, you know, people, or they're actually flying past me going exorbitantly fast. Like, why are you going that fast? I don't understand. I don't think exorbitantly is the word for it, but they're going really fast. Anyway, I can't pull out Google and look it up right now, but they were going really fast. Whatever word would be best fitting right there. And I'm like, dude, we're going, we're flying down a hill. Like, how do you know your brakes? Like, that's again me being like my extra, like, safe self. What, what, what about your brakes? <laughs> I think that's why I like push the limit a lot for myself because I am like a very safe person. But I will take risks. I'll take secure risks, but I'll take risks. Um, when I know that it's God in it, you know? But anyway, anyway, what I'm trying to get to, what I'm trying to say is this. I see all y'all driving past me. Y'all must do this all the time. <clears throat> but that's not my testimony. See, I'm doing this temporarily. See, that's what I'm telling myself while I'm driving. This is temporary for me. I'm about to get a new job this month. I'm starting a new job by the 15th of this month. Somehow, some way, God's going to make a way. If it's just a job offer on the 15th, okay, God, I will take that. February 15, 2018, I get my job offer. Okay. By that time, I'm privately before that time. And I'm praying myself into like being motivated and excited about, you know, even though it's late at night and I'm probably tired, I'm technically tired and I still need to cook and like take care of myself. I got to get, I got to get my laptop out and I got to get on the computer and apply. You know, I, one of my friends called me out of the blue and I just was blessed by, I'm always blessed when she called me and I like she said you should go online and look at the county jobs I'm like that's the job I'm like waiting to hear from but I felt like no I wrote go and actually go on all of them the city the state the county and start applying those jobs tonight I just felt like that was appropriate so that's why I'm praying God give me the grace and strength to do that and um so now um I think I'm about 15 minutes from home I haven't really been timing things, but yeah, I would like to be home before eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> that would be fantastical. I had a really weird experience at the gas station. For me, it was weird, but then I felt like God was like, don't rush past this because guess what? This is not going to be here forever. You are asking for something different. You're asking to not have to come into LA. So embrace this now because you know, it's temporary. So just, you know, suck it up. Just And when I say suck it up, I don't mean like 
stop being a wimp or hungry. I mean, like, absorb the moment. You know what I'm saying? And that really is for every moment that we have. You don't know. Like, it's so easy to, like, brush past moments. It's so easy to want to get to Friday. You know, it's, it's Sunday. You can't wait till Friday. It's a hot mess, right? But really, like, soak up. Sup up. The moments as you keep sup, you know, like, just just sip on it and, and enjoy it and see what God has for you in that moment. Like I'm saying in the worst moments, in the best moments, and every the mediocre, everything in between and everything, you know, just embrace what God is doing. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm embracing this because I'm not wanting to do this for a long time. I'm not doing this past this month. I don't know how, I don't know, but God make a way. I say, God, I don't care if it's impossible because you make the impossible possible. The Bible says that with man, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. And I said on that word, like, daily. All things are possible with God. So I'm not even tripping. If it doesn't, if it's not feasible, that's fine. Because I ain't worried about no human being making it happen. I'm worried about God. I'm considering, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my affections towards God to make it happen. I'm not worried, you know. I'm trusting. And so, I've asked a lot of people to pray for me. But it's time for the work, so I got to go home and take care of business. And trust God that I'll take everything else, you know, it'll work out. Because it really is sowing seeds of faith, you know, with your works. Faith without works is dead. And without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. So you have to put works with faith. And you have to live by faith in order to please the Lord. So you can't be asking for stuff. And you're not even, like, putting in work. You're not even walking in faith. So sometimes, I'm not telling you to be extreme like me. You know, but I got crazy faith. There's people in the Bible that have special faith. That's biblical. I have special faith. I do not tell people to do things that I do. I say go to God and see what he tells you to do. Okay. So anyway, I see all these people drive by and I'm telling I'm telling them. They can't hear me, but I'm talking to them because I talk to people in there when I'm in traffic. And by the way, BTW, God is so awesome. We already knew that. But I was able to, like, miss all traffic. There was absolutely no traffic today coming home. Going home yesterday was miserable. And, I mean, well, praise the Lord. I don't have to claim it that way, and I don't have to see it that way. And that's what I was thinking, God. I get to choose my perspective on everything. It wasn't miserable, but it was difficult, for sure, to get through and not be antsy and all these things. And I've been fighting cravings for, like, bread and to eat out and stuff and it's like no I just blew like to me it's blowing it like 60 bucks at the grocery store because I had no groceries at all and I'm still like to me it's blowing it because despite the fact that I spent 60 bucks at the grocery store I still am looking at other places for food like oh I want to go here and get a burrito for breakfast or oh I want to go here I mean did I just buy food or what you know what I'm saying so be, be strategic don't do what I did be strategic about what you buy at the store. Anyway, I'm so grateful to God because on the way to work today, it was it was a very slow movie. I'm just going to call it what it is instead of saying something negative or positive. It literally was just slow moving when I got into LA. Right here was nothing and on this side of the freeway in Bakersfield, it was like coming out of Bakersfield, it was so, I guess they called it the summit. It was so packed. I feel bad. Like, it was just the traffic was stacking. I don't know what happened. It was a car accident. I was just praying it was not going to be the same for us on our side. Pray everybody's cool in that situation. 
But anyhow, praying to the traffic today. People flying past me. No traffic, thank God. And I, yeah. So when I was praying, I was like, y'all must do this every day. I said, I'm not doing this every day for a long time. This is short term for me, okay? I'm about to start working in Bakersfield. Forget it, forget it, forget it. Whatever y'all doing this, your life, that's not, I'm not claiming that. But what I was saying is I have to remember that. I have to remember that this is short term. This whole trend, like this commuter situation is very short term. And like two to three weeks short term by the grace of God. And the other thing is that um, with the, the positive self-talk, it's also shedding not only negative thoughts of like death and darkness and all these bad things that could happen, which I rebuke them all in Jesus' name, but it's also rebuking like false guilt because the false guilt keeps me from stepping into the things that God wants me to step into and the things that I actually want. And then like I was saying earlier, I don't get so keenly sure about it until I'm in those really like uncomfortable situations out of alignment with God, you know? So I feel like this is a grace period because I was doing the math for gas and I'll say because I have no shame because it's all in faith. That is like $25 or so a day to travel. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot in a month. I know it's only $700 in rent. And that's almost $400 shy of what I was paying. But it's also $500 or whatever in gas. You know what I'm saying? Thankfully, it wasn't quite 25 just now when I got gas. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was um, something else. It was something else. To do the math, like, my mouth was open for a minute, and I was like, I don't care. Somebody probably looked at me like, what is wrong with her? I was just shocked. <laughs> Even though I already knew that number, I was still like, oh, my gosh. Because sometimes I do math one way. The equation is in my favor. And I'm like, ooh, that's not too bad, 125 a week. Yeah, it's a week, not a month. You know what I'm saying? I do the math for a month, not for a week. To get a more under, you know, a, a, a more accurate comparison, thank you, Lord, between Canoga Park and Bakersfield right now. So anyway, this is very temporary. I'm When I start working in Bakersfield, when I start working in Bakersfield, God. Soon, soon, soon this month. I will have to only, I mean, the gas 25 is going to take me beyond a week because everything's so super lovingly closed, like duperly closed. Everything's closed. Super duper lovingly closed. Um, so anyway, oh, it smells like manure right here. That's how I know I'm getting close to home. <laughs> there must be a particular farm right here because this is all farmland going in Bakersfield. Must be like a particular farm where they just got particular poop right now. But anyway, I can't see because it's dark. But um, trust in my nostrils, that's manure. Okay? Can't see my face, but just know my nose is curled up and my lips is twisted and it's just, it's funky. But thank God my window's not down because last night it was down and then that stuff just gets stuck in here with me. But anyway, um, shedding false guilt, that's part of the, you know, the focal point right now, too. And 
in doing that, being brave enough to structure my life in the way that I actually want it and say, you know what, God says that I am qualified. He qualifies me. He calls me worthy enough. You know what I'm saying? Worthy to to have a, a nice life. Isn't that weird that that I have to like, I'm kind of stuttering to say that I can have a nice life. Um, I know that after I stopped interning at the Dream Center, you know, working amongst those in need, I feel very guilty about being successful or having anything to call my own. Um, you know, having a certain amount of income, um, having a roof over my head. I mean, it sounds crazy, but to somebody, to me, it doesn't. It makes a lot of sense why I felt that way. But it was all false guilt, you know. So I thank God for my pastors at His presence and stuff because I want to say like prosperity pastors, but they are speaking the word of God, and God says, you know. How to say, I wish that you would prosper and be of good in health just as your soul prospers or something like that in, in the New Testament. And so it's like the will of God for us to, to prosper. Get balanced and everything. I'm not getting into that. I, God don't want us broke. I mean, how, how do you have a testimony? I mean, but then there's another scripture, so I'm not going to get into that. But how are you going to have a testimony that God is awesome, he does all these great things, and you ain't got nothing? I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So I don't, I don't, I don't rag on pastors and stuff when they're balling. Honestly, if you're balling in an unholy way, you're flossing and stuff like. But I mean, if you have a, a nice car, house, shoes, whatever. I mean, if you're gonna tell me God is awesome and He and He can take you out of poverty and you in poverty, I mean, I have a hard time believing you. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Anyway, it makes sense to me. Um, but it's always the hard. I don't have time to judge people. I don't know what you. I don't know if you're doing what God told you to do or not. So that's between you and Jesus on that one. I put my tithe and I did what I was supposed to do. Somebody uses that tithe incorrectly. That's that's between them and Jesus. That's between them and God. Because you really robbing God if you steal the tithe. It's not just like. I don't know if you stole everybody's time. Like, that's real dangerous, okay? So, anywho, being brave enough, courageous enough to say, I'm worth it. Like, to have a nice place, to have nice things. And it's not those things having me, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, well, why do I have to live in an apartment with roaches? Just because I'm Christian? I'm supposed to stay humble? Like, that is, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. Like, those false guilt things like well I guess I should stay in poverty because other people are struggling so you know it's like no man no no that's not what God wants when I have more I can give more and I want to be able to give more so anywho that's all I want to tell myself and you guys is be brave enough to step into the fullness that God has for you that God has for me and to be courageous enough to declare what you really want and go after it you know something that God shows me in the little moments and my mom said it yesterday because I had I was on the phone with her and I was digging for a receipt and I could not find it and I almost left but I refused to give up and I found it praise the Lord she's like persistent I'm like 
That's right. Sometimes I forget I have that. If I put that persistence towards some valuable things career-wise, business-wise, you know, even relationship-wise, like to be found by my husband, I'll be so far in life. So I really want to work on that too. Not only shedding the false guilt, but being persistent about things worth persisting, being persistent about, you know, pursuing. And um, that means good health. That means exercising. That means, you know, eating well, being very intentional about what I put in my mouth, my body, what I put on my body. Um, So anyway, folks, lovely souls that Jesus died for. Um, I don't know. Declare, Declare what does say the Lord about your life. Don't be afraid to get everything he has for you. And don't be stingy. Give what God's called you to give. Be willing to release by faith those things that God's called you to release. And I'm looking forward to tithing tonight. So just because I'm between church homes doesn't mean I'm not about to find a church and tithe. I'm a char- I'm a tithe in my in this present church, my previous church, until God blesses me with it shows me where to be. Um, at my new church and it's so funny because I was like God I can't have no cute pastor when I'm saying cute I mean like you just like flossy like you just like to wear like a little cute outfits and stuff and just be cute and stuff like I need you can wear whatever you want but if you look here's the thing if that's all you're doing that's not good enough for me I'm sorry I'm not I'm not, I'm not sorry actually but it's not good enough. so what I prefer is regardless of what my pastors look like, they're going all in with God. And they're letting him get all on them and change them for the better. Because when they're changed, they minister from that place and I can be changed. Because it starts from the head. It starts from the head. Whoever I'm allowing to feed me, be my spiritual head, leadership, like, I get to be picky about that. You know what I'm saying? And you should be picky about that. And I mean picky in the way that you're like being submissive to God and everything. Not like some weird picky where it's your flesh judging. But I'm saying like let be Holy Spirit led. It's okay. Actually it's the right thing to do. Be Holy Spirit led. But anyway. I, I'm, I'm like. It's funny. Okay there's there's a pastor. Used to be at my church back home. And, the last church. And. I'm like, God, can he just move to Bakersfield and start a church real quick? But that's not right. So maybe I shouldn't say that. But I was just joking. But sincerely, if I can get someone who's going to teach the word and go in and really, like, dive into scripture, teach, and be led by the Holy Spirit, oh, that would be so awesome. Because I really look forward to going to church then. I really look forward. Not, it's not a sermon I just watched on YouTube that I'm hearing again from the pulpit but it's something rev like holy spirit revelation like awesome stuff that's what i want awesome awesome sauce from god okay anyway folks um pray for me (laughs) pray for me i'm about to get this new job i'm about to save gas money i'm about to save a whole bunch of money pay off all these debts i mean i'm all these debts student loan and a little tiny credit card about to get paid off in my car Yes, that too. Trusting God. He's gonna he's gonna bring me through. It's gonna be awesome.
Surviving with Quisha.